three, two, one. Welcome to The Peaceful Truth, the podcast where we talk about everything from women empowerment, feminism, feminist issues, and everything in between. You are joined by your co-hosts, Megan Hoharts and Kenzie Meekbeck. Kenzie, it has been a hot minute. It really has. Um, So we've recorded a bunch of episodes because Megan's just a travel bunny and it has been everywhere lately. Yes. Yes. And um, so we recorded a few episodes in advance. So Megan and I haven't seen each other two weeks. I think two weeks, which for us is like eternity. I know because we're friends and we see each other on the time. But now we're together. We're tired, so and we need to catch up, and we're gonna catch up with you guys here. So and we're gonna be real today. Okay. So Kenzie, do you wanna go first and catch us up on your life? It's been a few weeks, ladies. It has been a few weeks. So first, well, hmm, how do I get into this? I don't know how to say it eloquently. I just had a lot of people pass away in my family um, these past few weeks, and they are my grandparents, um, two of them on the opposite sides, a grandmother and a grandfather. They were wonderful people, and it's just been a hard two weeks because it happened within four days of each other. And so I had to go, and this is probably not a high note to start off on, but I just had to go from like, uh, funeral to the next funeral every for the past two Fridays. So it's been a little, it's been pretty difficult. Um, which means it's maybe been three weeks since we've seen each other. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, it's been a pretty difficult thing, but you know, the funerals actually, and I actually am lucky. I haven't had a lot of death in my life at all, but I felt like the funeral actually really did bring me a lot um, for both of them and both of them at like basic, my grandfather was 88, I believe. And my grandmother was 91 and they both filled up churches. Wow. You know? That's, yeah. It just goes to show the impact that they had on people's lives. Yeah. Which made me feel so good. And everyone had such wonderful stories and it had me thinking of the different strengths that my grandparents gave me and how appreciative I am of it. Um, so yeah. So positive memories. I got to speak with both of them, tell them both I love them. So that's good. But so it's been a hard few weeks on that note. And then a boy, of course, so was that. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But no, um, another relationship bites the dust. (laughs) (laughs) Dating in Seattle, as we were just talking about it last week, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Dating in Seattle does not seem to be Or two weeks ago. Yeah. We were. Yeah. It really is a struggle. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, on to the next one, I guess. On to the next. It's all about the ghosting and disappearing. (laughs) (laughs) Kissy loves herself some ghosts. I do. Oh, but have you heard the new term? No. Zombie? No, coming back from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that happened to me too this week. A zombie came back from the dead. Oh my gosh, off air. I can't wait to learn which to one it hear is. all about it for their privacy. I won't disclose on camera. Will you say if it's a Seattle one or a Texas one? Seattle. Oh my gosh, I am so curious which one it is. <laughs> that makes <laughs> me sound awful. <laughs> So how did you react to the zombie coming back from the I've dead? just been dating online for a few months, so um, they none of them are like official boyfriends anyway. But um, what do you mean? What did you say? 
how did you react to the zombie? Did you respond? No. Did you ignore? Not that I'm trying to ghost them. It's just like, I don't want to bring this up again. You were the one that decided to walk out. Like, right. No. Like, if you're polite and, like, thought about it, then, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But So you just ignored it? Yeah. Okay. And, okay, as far as, oh, I have another just dating story, which kind of just spins right into that. So my friend said I could tell the story. Let me grab my phone really fast. Um, so my friend was supposed to go on a date last week and she drives to work because she lives very far from the city. So she has to get up even earlier than I do to go to work. Yeah. And I get up like at five just to be able to make it on time and, um, not leave at five, but I have to get ready. And so she wakes up super early and she gets this text of literally, you know, GIFs that you can send in text messages now? Yes. She wakes up to a text, a group text from the guy she's supposed to go on a date with. Oh, and she's on the group text? Yeah, of porn. Oh my God. So all the numbers, she doesn't know who they are, except for the one that she goes on a date with. Yeah. And guess who the group chat ends up being with? Who? All the women he's speaking to. Oh my God. This is a real story. I'm not lying. Did he know? This is what dating in Seattle is like. Okay. It is awful. Did he know? Um, yeah, no. And I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Like, how can you mix up a group chat? With sending it to one person. Yeah. there It's almost impossible. Unless, I don't know, if you guys have droids, please tweet at us if you have a droid and this is possible to like actually to like, mix it up. Like, if you sent, like, I know back in the day, if you sent the exact same thing to two people, like, high and high, it would, like, group chat it and, like, oh. send it to multiple people. So, I don't know if it's, like, that thing. Can you read it to us? Yeah. So, I'm not going to say the guy's name, but it was five other, no, four other girls And one girl responded, way to send all the girls you're talking to porn. (laughs) And he goes, well, that was pretty self-destructive. My apologies. Someone else sent a gif from Tropic Thunder, which is offensive. I did not put this, but I'm just reading the conversation. You went full. Oh, my gosh. The next one was, yep, pretty effing much from the guy who sent it. And someone said classic. And then the last person said, this is my favorite. You can cancel our date, though. <laughs> yes. Was that your friend that said you can cancel no. our date? Did she say anything? Uh, she sent something. But yeah, so then gets better. So these girls then form their own group chat outside of this van. <laughs> People that they have no idea who each other is. Yeah, and they're trying to figure out if how they all know them and um, their stories, and they end up forming this girl group, and all of them realize how many people he's actually screwing with and, like, messing with their minds, and, like, it's awful. It's awful. They figure out the numbers, and, like, they were all supposed to see each other on, like, the same day, so, like, woman after woman. He admits to another woman, like, that he's trying to apologize to, that that he accidentally texted that to, says he has a sex addiction. And then, so the girls form this other group chat, and um, they decide... And I don't know. I need an update. They decide that one of them is going to keep acting like they like him and oh, okay. talk to him. 
and go on a date with him and they're all going to go to the date. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Talk about women empowering women. I know. That's awesome. Isn't that disgusting though? So I hope some of the girls, I hope that all the relationships were just in the early stages. Like I hope some of them hadn't been together for a long time. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Do you have any updates on that? Uh, no, I think he just like would spend a full weekend with them. Okay. But it's creepy. Nonetheless, it's pretty weird. Wow. Talk about getting in trouble. Yeah. It's gross. Um, and then my final thing that's new, Megan, Gus has put a deposit down on a place to move into Seattle, Seattle. Oh my God. So yeah, I'm moving in with two other ladies. Yay. And it is a townhome. Yes. That's newly renovated and beautiful. Hardwood oh floors. Did you see it in person? Mm-hmm. And it's like it has one level as the master, so she pays more. Then it's a level with two uh, bedrooms, and each all of them have a bathroom. Awesome. And then the top floor is like living room, a huge space. It's big. And then the top floor is a full out rooftop of the whole like circumference of the building. So it's huge. And so nice. we're going to put grills and have parties up there and, it's and just wine nights rooftop? and girls nights. Yeah. Shh. Oh, Cooper. there's other animals. So Cooper's growling at everyone. So it's just y'all's rooftop. Yeah. Nice. Isn't that cool? Yes, you're going to love it. We're going to have a welcome party, so we're ready. Oh, my gosh. This is such great news. Thank you. So good news on top of bad news. So when do you move in? Uh, it could be, well, it, we have to go through like the little like background checks and stuff. Um, but it could be as soon as we can start on Sunday. What? This Sunday? Uh-huh. Oh my God, Kens. What does Chelsea say? Well, we prepared. It's time for me to move out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's time to give them privacy and for me to get my own place. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you. So earliest is Sunday, latest is... Whenever. Uh, the Sunday is what they expect right now. Oh, oh my God. So are you planning on staying the night there Sunday night? I don't know. I haven't decided. If they, We have Wi-Fi. I need to get Wi-Fi because I don't have very good reception. <laughs> this is the best news ever. I know. I'm so excited. Oh my God. And then our trips to each other will be really fast. Oh my God. It'll take like 10 seconds. It's like 10 minutes away from each other. What is parking like? Uh, There's one parking spot and then you can park on the street. So do you get a parking spot? We haven't decided yet. Um, They might not keep their cars, so I might. Oh, nice. Yeah. By default. Yeah. So we shall see. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so excited. You're welcome to come to the party. When's the party? I don't know. Probably a few weeks. We need to like fill it up. Like we're starting from nothing because I had everything to start. like have a starter apartment like 100% before I moved here. Yeah. Now I have to start the gopher. Where did you put all your stuff? You sold it? Yeah, I gave it away. I sold it. Oh, all your stuff from... Wichita Falls. Wichita Falls. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Now you wish you had it, but what do you no, do? No, I don't. It you felt good to fresh? restart. You want to start fresh? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Perfect news. Well, um, can we get a drum roll for this next piece of news? Here, Megan, pull down the mic to my level of drum rolling. Ready? Megan, what is your news? <laughs> 
I got engaged. Yeah. <laughs> Show me that rock, girl. Oh, you're going to have to take a picture and put it on Insta. <laughs> oh, girl. It is so pretty. Oh, my gosh. It was a whirlwind of a weekend. So let's hear the whole story. Where you were, why, how it led up to it. Describe your ring. <laughs> okay. So... Desmond said, hey, do you want to go back to Chicago? Because we met in Chicago. And do you want to do like a long weekend in Chicago? And I was like, yes, let's do it. So we booked our flight. We the first night we were in Chicago for three nights. The first night we stayed at um, the hotel where we did all of our PwC training. <laughs> yeah, where you met. <laughs> so it was in the suburbs of Chicago. It's not downtown. And so we purposefully stayed in that hotel and then the next two nights we stayed downtown Chicago and um so obviously I thought about it because I was like well I mean this could be prime time but it's pretty elaborate of a trip yeah and thoughtful and so then I was like but then I instantly was like quit thinking about it because you've been on so many trips with him he could have done it like any of the other trips so quit thinking about it so I just, just enjoy yourself yeah I was like don't think about it just put it at the don't even consider that as an option because then your hopes are gonna be crushed whenever you fly back to Seattle and you aren't engaged so I thought about it for one second and then I stopped thinking about it so we went to Rosemont which was the city that we had our training in and I mean there's really nothing to do in Rosemont but so how far is that from Chicago like uh the train the L that's what they call it the L takes like 30 or 45 minutes to get you downtown so Mm -hmm. it's pretty far out it's really close to the airport so we found a Mexican restaurant we had like lots of margaritas and chips Mm -hmm. and salsa and then we got drunk and then we went back to the hotel and then um by that point, um, it was it was you know midnight, and we were like, okay, good night, love you. And then we wake up and we go to Chicago, and we do the art museum, which is my one of my favorite parts of Chicago. Oh, it's great! It's such a good. It's my favorite. Like I went there last time, and I spent probably three hours, and then this time we probably spent three or four hours, and we saw completely different things. Like Aww. that's how big it is. Yeah, and we still could have probably been there. So then we went to the Bean, the Chicago oh, Bean, yeah. and then we just did like really um, nice dinners and had some delicious pizza. And then the next day, um, we, I guess we were, that would be Saturday, we did the aquarium, which is huge. Um, it's way bigger than our Seattle aquarium. Is it cool? I would love the aquarium. Yeah, it's a, it's a good aquarium for sure. It's ginormous. Oh, cool. And a really cool building. Um, we did Navy Pier, um, and just kind of explored the city more, went to some cool drinks. We went to the John Hancock building, went to floor, I don't know, 100 or 103 or something ridiculously yeah. high and had drinks up there and it's just like the most incredible view of mm, downtown what a cool trip we went to the comedy club oh, laugh second factory hand? oh laugh factory it was or the second best. city not second hand <laughs> it was the best that's so cool and then the next day was sunday and we were flying out around three and des was like let's go to the glass well we call it the glass box um it's where you it's called really called the sky deck is the correct term for it but 
you go maybe to floor 100 or 103 and it's like literally a glass box sticking off the side of the building and so you're surrounded by glass so when you walk onto it you're like standing and looking down and all you can see is like super far down cars are below you people's below you mm-hmm. and it's just a you don't like in your head you're like well i'm not gonna be scared that glass is so thick it's not gonna break like yeah like there's no chance of being in any danger but then whenever you actually go to step on you're like oh my god yeah. oh no what could happen <laughs> yeah so um we went there and it was a three hour long wait. We got there early. We got there oh before no. they opened and it was a three hour long wait. And Des knew that he wanted to propose at this place. So he was like mildly like panicking, but like, you know, trying to stay calm for me. And then he was like, oh, I got us fast passes. So <laughs> while we like, were standing in line, <laughs> while we were standing in line for the three hour long line, he was like, I got us fast passes real quick. I was like, yes. I don't know how much you paid for that, but we ended up getting fast passes and then we were up in like an hour. So I recommend fast passes for anything. So then we get to the top and um, we do like the whole oh my gosh, why am I scared to walk on this glass? I know it's not going to break, but it's still a terrifying thing. And I tried to do like yoga poses on it and I did one, but I tried to sit on it and it was like impossible. Like it was so scary. I couldn't sit down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so then have you gone to that before? Yeah. Were you but scared? I was, it was like 10 years ago. So, so I, it was like a different. I don't younger. remember. Yeah, I don't remember it very well. So I recommend it to people though. I mean, there are some kids who are like jumping up and down on it. No, no, no. And then the older adults are like scared to even walk on it. Um, And so then he says, you know. In the box? No, outside the box. He couldn't like even, he was too scared to be on it for like any amount of time at all. He would be there long enough to take a picture and then he would jump off and get out of it. So it was to the side like where we were by ourselves. And he said, you know, this is. Did he get down on Winnie? He actually didn't get down on Winnie. He didn't. No. And I'm a little bit glad that he didn't. Like It would have been a scene. A little bit, yeah. yeah. It was like really crowded and it would have been a scene. So he just, he like pulled out this like weird shaped box. It was really flat and different than what you think a ring box would be. Did he seem nervous the whole time? Yeah. Now that I look back at it, he seemed really nervous the whole time. And he like, he like grabbed my hands and he said... This is where I knew that you were something special and I really want to make this permanent with you and I love you with all my heart. And then he said, will you marry me? And I said, oh my God. I was just like, I just said, that's all I could say over and over and over again. You didn't say yes? And then I said yes. And then he opened the box and there was a ring in there. And I was like, oh my God, it's so pretty. So yeah. Describe it it for us. It's. You describe it. Oh, it's so pretty. So it's silver and it's very antique and like has ornate detail around all of the sides of it. And it's centered so pretty. So the diamond looks so big, all perched up on there. <laughs> and it is just antique, but like the most gorgeous antique thing. And it is honest to God, the most unique ring I've ever seen, which is well-fitting Meg's for you. That is so sweet and thoughtful. He did good. He did really good. And so then... The um, so then we went back into the glass box because I was like, how are we going to tell our family? I was like, does anybody know? And he said, no, I was like, not even Amanda. No, not even Amanda. 
nobody knew. Like I said, did, did you ask my dad for permission? And he said, no, he was like, I was thinking about it. I literally went back and forth. Like, should I, or shouldn't I? But then he was like, but you're like 30 years old. Like, do you still ask for permission? And then he was like, does it feel like back in the 1800s, like having to buy somebody's daughter? Yeah. And so he was like, I literally would stay up at night thinking, should I, which one is more offensive if I do or if I don't. Mm -hmm. And so he went with, he thought it was more offensive if he did. And so he didn't. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know if I, I don't know. I I like that he he didn't. I get what he's saying. Like I get both sides, I guess. Yeah. Um, so then we went back to the glass boxes and we took like pictures, like, you know, I know really, I got one. Yeah, really <laughs> like showing off my ring, like, oh my God. And so then we bought those pictures and then we were just texting. Like some people I would text, oh my gosh, look what happened. And then other people I would just like send the picture and mm-hmm. like wait for them to notice. Yeah. And so we went to lunch and um, we were just like seeing the responses come in, which was really fun. And mm. Yeah, that what was a dream. Trip. What a dream weekend. He did good. He did really good. And that so now we're so going to get married. And do you know when? The spring of 2019. Okay, so a year. One year from now. I'm so excited for you guys. And, uh, and we're going to get married in Austin. Awesome. Or we're going to get married in Fredericksburg. Do you know Fredericksburg? Yeah. So those are our two options. That is so. Congratulations. Thank was, you. We were squealing in the kitchen for you. Oh my God, I can't believe it happened. You're great. It's going to so, be so good. And your nails are all done. And it looks yeah, amazing. I had to get my nails done. I was like, if I'm going to show this off, I got to get my nails pretty. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I'm super excited. I'm super happy. I just, I feel really good about it. Good. Perfect. Yay, yep. congrats, Mickey. Thank you. So we're done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, how can you follow that, though? The perfect <laughs> proposal. So, uh, Ken's today we thought of a topic that we wanted to cover because the Olympics are over. <laughs> it's over, but it's pretty recent in everyone's mind still. So, yeah, we wanted to talk famous Olympic ladies. Not just from the these Olympics, just over the time, all of the famous women in Olympics. Um, Maybe we'll do some follow-up on where are they now, Um, maybe philanthropic work that they've done, just touching on those ladies that have really made an impact. Very cool. So I was going to talk about um, a famous Olympian. Her name is Abby Wambach. Do you remember her? She was in soccer. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. That's okay. I was going to guess volleyball. She is a woman's soccer player, and she is an American retired soccer player, coach, and two-time Olympic gold medalist. Holy cow. She is regarded as one of the greatest soccer players of all time. (laughs) And she's married to literally one of my favorite people. Um, She is a huge blogger, really big into women empowerment, inspirational speaker, Her name is Glennon Doyle, and so really I was a fan of Glennon's first, but now that they're married, I'm 
seeing more into Abby Wambach's life, you know, through Aww. social media, Instagram, all the stuff. I so, don't know them. I would probably like them. Oh my gosh, you would love them. Glennon is literally the best. Oh man. She writes all the books. Blog. She writes all the books. All the books? <laughs> all the books, all the blogs. She's the best. She's wow. just really big into women empowerment. Go girl. LGBT community. Cool. Um, so now I'm starting to see Abby's personality as well. And I'm just like, this girl is awesome. So, um, she does have a little bit of a troubled past, but she has turned around her, um, outlook on life. So she was arrested for driving under the influence after being pulled over by Portland police in 2016. And she did plead guilty following the incident. Automaker mini pulled a commercial featuring Wombach. And in September, 2016, Wombach wrote in a newly released autobiography that she had been abusing prescription drugs as well as alcohol for many years. But now she's been sober since April of 2016. That's awesome. That's hard to do. So in 2013, she's also, um, you know, she's turned around her life. She's been clean and sober since 2016, and she's also becoming quite the philanthropic person. (laughs) Quite the philanthropist. (laughs) She's becoming quite the philanthropist. Preface or preface. In 2013, she became an ambassador for Athlete Ally, a nonprofit organization that focuses on ending homophobia and transphobia in sports. That is so cool. So talk about turning your life around. Well, what what a cool couple in general. Yep. That's really neat. Um, I guess I'll go into my one of my favorite inspirational uh, athletes. Um, my current one that I really love is Simone Biles. Um, and this is from biography.com. I remember watching all those girls, though. The final, what is it? What they? What were they called? The final five? or Final five. Sweet six. Something. They were called something. And they had a title to their team. Um, anyway, I clearly really enjoyed watching them. No, but I really did. I really watched them like hot, but it was two years ago. But um, from biography.com, this is where this is from. She's won several gold medals in 2016 Summer Olympics and dominated as well as got the bronze in U.S. gymnastics. Um, she all in U.S. gymnastics. Um, she is the most decorated American gymnast with 19 Olympic and world champion medals. Dang. Um, she was raised actually by her grandparents after her mother's struggle with substance abuse and they adopted her um, and her her sister. And uh, she was also a leader recently and we've talked about her in the Me Too movement as well as Dancing in the Stars. She was also on Dancing with the Stars. So I just thought it was she was really cool and inspirational and also just how strong do you have to be to win 19 medals? It's insane. And then also to do that while we had no idea she was being harassed by someone, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Talk about rising, rising above. Awesome. Awesome chick. So I also found this article. It is called 10 current athletes who are really charitable, ridiculously charitable by Chris Rawling. So um, there are um, quite a few athletes on here, both men and women. The one that I wanted to touch on was Serena Williams. Oh, my gosh. Probably, would you say the world's best tennis player? 
Probably. Probably. So the article that I found was 10 current athletes who are ridiculously charitable. Um, And I wanted to touch on Serena Williams, probably one of the world's best tennis stars. So it says, Serena Williams' charitable endeavors continue alongside her on-court efforts. The long career of Serena Williams means plenty of charity opportunities for the global sensation. Williams is a UNICEF goodwill ambassador who has helped build schools in Africa. She's fought against breast cancer Mm. and with UNICEF helps promote access to education for children in Asia. Wow. Her involvement in charitable causes is borderline exhausting, which is a good thing. At Look at the Stars, she she's listed with 12 different charities and countless causes. It's easy to see her impact off the court won't falter regardless of her performance on it. So wow. Look at the Stars is a website um, dedicated to showing all of the charities that uh, the world of celebrities are giving to. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. What a rock star. Who knew? I mean, probably a lot of people, (laughs) but I had no idea. That's awesome. She's also, I don't know if it was her or her sisters also getting married and she was on the cover of one of the bride magazines that I just bought. Oh, cool. Shout out for that as well. That's awesome. (laughs) Rock star sissies. Um, And the next woman I wanted to profile was the first woman, woman to ever win a gold medal at the Olympic Games. Oh, nice. Okay, so this is according, and I'm not sure, I didn't verify this and look it up at a, comparing a bunch of different sites, but it's according to moneyish.com. Um, so her name, um, s- s- <laughs> God, I can't talk tonight, but Sailor Hel- Helen de Portale, Portales? Portales? Sailor Helen de Portales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she was the first woman woman to win a gold medal at the Olympic ga- Games. This professional sailing champion did it by uh, getting even with the boys. She competed on Switzerland's men's sailing team in 1900 Dang. Um, in Paris. And she won both a gold and silver medal being on that team. So this was the first Olympics in 1900 that women were allowed to compete in the Olympics. Nice. Mm-hmm. That was a good story. Do yeah. you have anything else you want to cover? Yeah, a few more. Um, just one woman that I always looked up to. This is just when I was little. I remember buying because... Um, I thought she was so cool wanting like a Barbie that was like her. And I remember just thinking she was cool and just like wish I could skate like her. But Michelle Kwan. Oh, I totally remember her. I guess that was the age whenever we were first starting to recognize the Olympics for the glory that they are. Yeah. Is that why we remember Michelle Kwan? I just feel like, was it like 1996? Probably. Yeah. Something like that. But um, anyway, it might have been later. But I just remember thinking that she was so cool and pretty and graceful. And oh my God. We just loved her. We loved her. And so according to a 2016 Bustle article, she was the most decorated. Um, She learned to skate at just five years old. That's probably another reason and everyone looked up to her because they were like, I can do it, like when you're little. Mm-hmm. Um, and she now currently works at the U.S. Department's Bureau of Educational and Cultural Affairs. Oh, cool. Yeah, so she's still rocking life. So, yeah, that's really neat. And then do you have anything else, Meg, or do you want me to go on my last thing? You go. 
Okay, so I wanted to, this is also from the Money-ish. They had a lot of good Olympian articles, actually. Um, but I wanted to do the highlights um, where women were women, winning at this Winter Olympics. Um, so Nigerian-American bobsledders represented Nigeria as the first ever African bobsled team to qualify at the Olympics. I remember those bobsledders. Yeah, I think they're from Houston, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so let's see. Bobsledding also saw, um, Jasmine and Carrie become the first Jamaica women to compete in the Winter Olympics. Wow. Really? That's cool. 30 mm-hmm. years after Cool Runnings came out. Wow. Dang. Um, and then Sabrina Samander, uh, Matter. God, I'm not, but I'm not getting anyone's name right. Was the first ever alpine um, skier to compete for Kenya at the Winter Olympics. Nice. She like all the countries being represented. Yeah, just laying out life. These ladies, Um, American Mirari Nagazu, is that how Mm -hmm. you pronounce it? Did I to get that? Yes, I got one. (laughs) Became the third woman to land a triple axel ever at the Olympics and the most difficult women's skating jump during the Olympic competition. Um, and so, yeah, she got a bronze during the Olympic games. It's really awesome. And then Austrian Anna Gazer, um, became the first female gold medal winner of big air snowboarding that event that debuted at the Olympics this year. So I guess it's a new event and she was the first person to win that gold. So what's likely to be her final of winter Olympics four time Olympian and ski legend, Lindsay Vaughn didn't win gold, but she still went into the history books by becoming the oldest woman to medal in Alpine skiing at the Olympics where she won the bronze. At the ripe age of 33. That's so sad how they're always like, this person is so old to be here. They're exactly 29 years old. <laughs> Super depressing. I only have like two years left. <laughs> um, and then uh, let's see. She she felt like winning this bronze was winning gold. So Jessica Diggins, 26, and kick, mm, how do you say that <laughs> Kickin Why are these names so hard? Kicking Randall. Randall became the first American cross-country skiers to win an Olympic gold medal ever. I started tearing up when Jessica Diggins crossed the finish line. For those of you who did not see it, you need to YouTube it. It was so inspirational. Oh, that's so good. I love the Olympics. And I just started following Chloe Kim because she became the youngest woman to medal in snowboarding. And she just looks so cool. <laughs> She's so cool. Her hair is so cool. She's, She's so, so beautiful. Cool. And She's I just so... want to grow up to be like Chloe Kim. And then she tweeted right before she was about to snowboard. Man, I wish I would have had that burger starting to get hangry. Like literally seconds before she was about to go. Same. Like who is in the right state of mind to be funny right before you're about to go ski. I mean, snowboard for the Olympics. Literally awesome. And then um, the last thing, which I watched and I like was obsessed with watching like how they won. Um, but the U.S. women's hockey team beat Canada. Sorry, yes. Des. In a nail biter of a gold medal match that went into overtime shootout, bringing the team's USA first gold in women's hockey since 1998. Nice. Nice job, ladies. Representing at the Olympics. I'm so proud. I'm so sad that they're over. I'm going to miss this song. I love this song. What's the song? Can you sing it? Dun, 
Kind of sounds like Star Wars. But the, okay, did I do a good job at least? You did. You did really good. Thank you. Yeah, it's a good. So, uh, 2020 Summer Olympics. We can't wait for you. Okay, so what are we gonna train for for the Summer Olympics? Uh, to be like our new vault. idol, pole vault. Pole vault. I think so. Jesse can train us. Yes. Jesse is our friend who was on episode, I don't know, 10? I don't. Whoa. Do you think? I don't 20? think it was that long ago. But um, no, that would be so cool. That takes a lot of effort. She's a paddle boarder. Go listen to that episode. She's awesome. She's awesome. We've been giving her a lot of well-deserved shout outs lately. So what's your good thing this week? My good thing is that it's Desmond's birthday on Saturday and we're going to go see Black Panther. Oh, I've been wanting to see that. <laughs> I love superhero movies. Um, that's exciting. Happy birthday, Desmond. And congratulations on your hot fiance. <laughs> um, my good thing is really lame, but I am actually genuinely excited about it. So no one laughs at me, but I got a Tumblr from Starbucks. <laughs> yes. It's huge. It's ginormous. Oh my God. So Chelsea's friends for her birthday got her a huge Tumblr and I just saw her like sipping on her drink all the time, like on the couch. And I was like, I want one of those looking at her like I thirsty too. You guys, for those of you on YouTube, this is ginormous. I don't know how many ounces it is even. It's like I'm the sure, biggest one you can get. I'm sure it was like 30 bucks. These things are not cheap. It was 16. Oh, well, I'm about Maybe to go get one on then. Sale. Oh, yeah, 60. Nice. I didn't lie. <laughs> okay. But thank you guys for listening. Yes. It was a rather long episode. But we love you. Okay, guys. Have a good weekend. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.